Like we always do with this time I go for mine, I get to shine Now throw your hands up in the sky <laughs> All right, everybody. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, Philadelphia. Yeah, I screwed up once again. I forgot about the time change, so, yeah, not starting at 1 o'clock today. We're starting at 1.30, everybody. This is Quimby from the Green Legion. I got Slash producing and yelling at me for being a half hour late. What's going on, Slash? Not much, man. I, I just thought it was very uncharacteristic of you not being in a, in a rush. Are you kidding me? I'm completely anal about that that stuff all the time you're damn right it was it's because yeah. i didn't know any better i i you know stupidity always trumps me uh, when <laughs> it comes to my being a nervous wreck and an ocd idiot i was like yeah for, yeah it's like 115 i'm like yeah he's, he's real casual right now he's not yelling at anybody <laughs> he's just running around well i finally figured out the solution and we should be good for the next 30 days and it's i was trying to do the the show outside at the pool bar and it just it just didn't work. The Wi-Fi signal is not strong enough. I have to come sit in my favorite spot with the manager of Strikers here at Barcelo Bavaro Palace in Punta Cana. Samuel, what's up, bro? You can talk. Oh, here you go. Say hey, something. Hey, hey, hey. Hola. Hello. 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 <laughs> hey, Samuel. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Slash, you know Samuel. You remember him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you remember me? You remember I, I remember me? him. Everybody remembers I, you. You think he remembers me, Q? No, no, nah, I didn't you were as, you were asleep by seven. Your mom was putting you to sleep by seven o'clock every day. Bull it was at least ten. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get to the show here. Let's get through the business of the show. Do not forget, first episode of Baseball Brunch with Greg Murphy and Chris Sack will be at the Phillies home opener at eleven o'clock on Thursday, April sixth. Make sure you guys come by. There's plenty of spots still right now for our tailgate. Before the Phillies home opener, get on GreenLegion.com. Get signed up. It will sell out, but right now we don't have that problem. So do it now, and don't bitch at me when you don't have the ability to purchase a spot because you waited. Anyway, uh, we're an iHeartRadio station. Make sure you download the iHeartRadio app, rate, review, download, and subscribe to Green Legion Radio and Fox Sports, the Gambler Philadelphia. You'll get all of our shows, including the Right on Q show, which I haven't done a single episode yet this year. Thank you. Uh, this has been the Right on Q show, even though this has been right on terrible since I've been here. But now we figured it out. Slash, you got me pretty strong right now, yes? Yeah, correct. Yeah, Best I've ever I heard of you. <laughs> that's not saying much, but... That's not saying... I was about to say... That, 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 that's a very low uh, limbo bar, bro. Uh, but uh, we're brought to you by Bud Light. Bud Light, Seltzer Globe Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon Diaz. <laughs> Dave Bavuso State Farm in Williamstown, New Jersey. Greater Philadelphia Health Action. Bucks County Baseball Company. Premier Window Cleaning. The Ludlam Barn Grill, formerly La Costa in Sea Isle City. Cheerleaders and all the beautiful ladies there. Echelon Health and Fitness. We are going to be doing a live remote at their new opening uh, at in their Audubon location. That'll be on April 25th. I don't have a time right now, but I think it's going to be during our... Our two-hour Saturday set. The 25th is a Saturday, right, Slash? Uh, I don't know. I can look it up real quick. I'm, I'm looking. I, I, you know, the hey, 25th of April quick. is a Tuesday. And the 22nd. I'm sorry. The 22nd. 22nd. Of there April, you go. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't figured out whether or not today is Sabado yeah. or Domingo. Yeah, or you don't even Saturday know what time it Sunday. is right now. 
I still don't know what time it is. This is, yeah, kind of ridiculous. Anyway, Echelon Health and Fitness, make sure you support them. And, of course, E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge. All right, Slash, you and I talked a little bit about what we were going to discuss on the show yesterday. And it... Just uh, your opinion first, man, before I start spouting off. Uh, how do you... How do you feel about what the Eagles have done in this free agency period and how well they have managed to keep what we hope to be was another Super Bowl contending team together for at least another year? Well, I mean, I, I think all the spotlight is on the defensive side, right? I mean, you lost some players on the offensive side, but for the most part, you were able to fill those holes the defense is what really you have to worry about because, you know, they downgraded at safety. They downgraded tremendously at linebacker. I mean, there's still time to fill those gaps, but you're not going to have what you had last year, uh, especially with a new coordinator, uh, both offensive and, and, and defensive. But uh, on the defensive end, it, it's going to be hard to fill the, that void. I mean, you had a top defense last year. You lose, you know, uh, numerous players and the market's not as stacked, you know, uh, as we'd like it to be. So we'll see. But I, I think the defense is gonna is gonna take a a, a plunge uh, compared to last year. Well, so I know everybody's pissed off that Hargrave is gone, and, and, but you know what? They, they weren't they weren't gonna pay that kind of money. Although, just think about this for a second, because I don't know how the salary cap works exactly. I'm not one of these you know these clowns that that studies it like this, but. Hargrave's dead cap hit last year was $17.9 million and Fletcher's was 14 And Hargrave got $20 million a year. $40 million of that guaranteed. So that means 50, you know, 40 of it was spread out over, 10, or over four years. I don't get how they couldn't sign him. I, you know, why is Fletcher still here and Hargrave is not? I, I don't understand the nuances. And you know what? As you know, slash, I've been kind of disconnected down here. I, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't give a damn at, no. at this point right now. Uh, but I, I look at some of the monies that have been spent here. Miles Sanders didn't get a whole lot of money. T.J. Edwards certainly didn't get a whole lot of money. And Fletcher Cox, who is as useful as boobs on fish, halfway through a season, got ten million dollars. Jason Kelsey got fourteen million uh, two point five, uh, Brandon Graham, the only good contract out of the three elder statesmen that walked out on the captain's field during every playoff game because everybody thought they were all going to be gone. Brandon Graham's contract is the only one that I think is good and reasonable. How the hell does Fletcher get ten and Brandon get six? I, I I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, here's the other part now that we have to worry about. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. And, and, well, I have a bunch of notes here, and I want to go through them because I want to make sure that I don't miss anything because I really prepared for this show last week and didn't have it. I, 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 NFL players only have one allegiance, and then it's to themselves, and we get it. And you know what? Get paid, man. Uh. I, I think, I think the problem with the Hargrave departure, more so than anything, is that he went to a team that we met in the NFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. 
And it's a team that we might have to face again. And Hargrave can do some damage. Now, I get it. We have one of the most mobile and best quarterbacks in the league. Didn't get an opportunity to shine at the very end. Like Ben Roethlisberger, Ben there raped that, said, you know, he should have had one more possession to show what he could do. So he could be the best quarterback in the league, but he's not going to get the nod because Patrick Mahomes is the Cinderella of everybody in the league. But million dollars on three aging players. When you could have re-signed Hargrave, you could have said, guess what? Jason, we love you, appreciate you, but you've got Cam Jurgens ready to take that helm. I get it. Kelsey is loved by everybody, and I love Kelsey too. But I'll tell you right now, if I, if, if, if I knew that this was the way the team was going to be looking a after a week in the free agency period, or a week and a half, I'd have said, hey, Kelsey, guess what, man? Sorry, we got to save that $14 million and go with that second-round Cam Jurgens money, which is only about $1.1 million a year, if that. And let him take the reins. Because now he's set back another year. Now he's set back... <coughs> Sorry, at least one more year. Well, and I, it slows, it I slows think, down I, I, the I think progression. He's gonna, I think he's going to uh, move over to guard for this year with the, with the well, loss I, of Saimalu. I do too, but you know what? Well, first of all, <laughs> thanks, Ayamalu. Yeah, thanks for thank you for no longer giving away the snap count. Yeah, exactly. we appreciate that very much. So, you know, bye. But I, I think this team has regressed. I think this team is a ten and seven team at best right now. I, I, and you and I talked about this. I, I, we want to we want to tout Howie every time he has a good offseason. And last year he had the best offseason possible, coupled with a Jalen Hurts that has a work ethic like a freaking horse, and you know committed himself to being the best. And guess what? It's only a matter of time before Jalen Hurts is considered the best quarterback in the league. I firmly believe that. All right, he's going to have big shoes to fill with Patrick Mahomes, but you're not going to give me any crap about a, a quarterback in Buffalo. Sorry. No. Alright. Where do you think Jalen Hurts stands right now with uh, 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 the rest of the quarterbacks in the league? Where, where is he top three to you, Slash? Uh, maybe not top three. I'd say top five. Give me five. your top five. Give me oh, your top man. five. While Mahomes is one, I think I would put Burrow two. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, I still would put Allen up there. And then probably... You think you, you think Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts right now? Under pressure. Yeah. I would still take Josh Allen. You have got to be kidding me. Josh Allen looks like a deer in the freaking headlights. Every damn time the playoffs are on the line. It, uh, would it have? Would it have seven points in that playoff game? Yeah, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I, it, it, it is tough, but I would say Hertz is maybe three or four. And then I give him I, one it, more year. And then I would put you know, Herbert. You, you know why? You know what? You know why he's not number number one or two right now? Because the media has not given it to him yet. 
Yeah. Once the media starts giving it to him, then it has to be noted. And, you know, you're just like everybody else. No disrespect with that statement. But you have to hear it from a lot of people before you actually believe it. Yeah. Well, the only thing that does you guys did, but You guys didn't believe that we were going to go 14-3 and three this year because yeah. I was the only asshat that said it was going to happen. The only so, thing that does anyway. matter is... Uh, it's not even a question. There's a huge gap that Jalen Hurts is by far, no argument, the best quarterback in the NFC. Not that that's saying much because who the hell would you even put at second? Kirk Cousins? Geno Smith? I mean, the how NFC, did, the NFC quarterback Gino is Smith so bad. Why not be the, 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 the best NFC free agent quarterback? Uh, it's insane. It really is insane. Right? Yeah. Uh, it, the, the NFC quarterbacks are an embarrassment. Outside of Jalen Hurts, I mean, it, it's, seriously, it's a joke. You have Kirk Cousins up there, Geno Smith. Uh, I can't, I can't even think of who else would be up there. You know, you know, you know, you know the only signing that I've liked so far, and and Terrell Edmonds isn't going to get me excited. I'm sorry, you know, nah. he has a lot of tackles, but I'm sorry, he didn't have six interceptions in 12 games. As a matter of fact, every game last season he had zero. So you're not going to get me all worked up about Terrell Edmonds. And we're going to get uh, back to this. I know we're all over the place because I've had a few cocktails. And, you know, hey, welcome to my vacation, everybody. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go back to the Howie Roseman formula in a minute here, talking about creativity and lack of in a lot of respects. But uh, the only move that I, that I really like that they made was signing Marcus Mariota. And the reason being is you have to have a competent quarter, uh, quarterback find a very mobile, run-out-of-the-pocket quarterback like Jalen Hurts. He's going to get hit a lot. So you got to have somebody that's going to back him up. I think it's funny some of the memes that were coming out that said, hey, we finally got Chip Kelly's pick. Yeah. But uh, it, it, going, going back to this... Uh, what would you think about Howie right now if Jalen Hurts regressed this year? If he regressed this year? Uh, uh, no, not not this upcoming. All right. How would you feel about this team and what Howie did if Jalen Hurts didn't have the season he had? Oh, this past year? Um, I, well, I mean... The elephant. The everybody room. would. Everybody would be bitching about the fact that Howie didn't make a play for Aaron Rodgers, and everybody would be looking for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and it would be an absolute crap show. Yeah. Well, I, it would That's go. Back, it would go with. back to the fact that how, how do you how do you draft Jalen Hurts in the second round? Exactly. Exactly. But uh, no, luckily, we don't have to deal with that. Thank God. Now we just look at Howie as a genius for picking him in the second round. But but it, it's moved on to the topic. Right now of, he is. Yeah. It, yeah, but now it's just moving on to the topic of, you know, what he's surrounding with Jalen Hurts as he looks to enter his I, prime. I'm good with the offense. I don't give a damn about the running back situation. Honestly, that's why we saw Kenny Gainwell getting more carries in yeah. the playoffs than Miles Sanders did. Yeah, you and I said, I think, could do it. I think the offense is set. I, I, no issues with the offense 100%. at all. It's the, 100%. It's the offensive defense. line is the best in the league. All right, it's the best in the league. And, and and it doesn't matter. The running attack doesn't matter. No. All right. With and I, I have to say that you know you know you know how I've said for for for, for years. All right, two years that you and I have been together. 
I have been bitching about running back, running back, running back, running back. Give me a Jordan Howard every time. All right. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter because your biggest running threat on this team is your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the field, the middle of the field is so wide open because of two absolute animals on the outside with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. By the way, Green Legion will be participating in the Devontae Smith charity softball game up in Allentown on June 6th. We will talk about that soon enough. We will be having a couple buses go up that way. It'll be a lot of fun. And you guys will enjoy the hell out of the package we're putting together there. But, um, so, Kenny Gainwell, he's going to be your guy. Rashad Penny, he's going to be injured after the second week. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> I really like Rashad Penny, but he's not going to play a full 16. Uh, or no, the reason, the reason he's always hurt is because he has a 6.1 average yard per carry. <laughs> yeah. Right? He just uh, subjects himself to pain and torture. Really subjects himself to pain and torture. But um, back to you and I and, and Howie and, and talking about the formula. And, oh, my God, Howie's so creative, Howie's so creative, Howie's so creative. No. I, I, Howie has a formula, and it's 30% of your cap money goes towards the defensive line. 30% of your available cap space goes towards the defensive line. Which is why you brought back that fat, stiff Fletcher Cox in lieu of re-signing either Kaiser White or TJ Edwards or both because it would have taken $4 million more to have both of them. Uh, here we go. Now, look, we have a luxury. We got Kobe Dean in the third round last year. That's a luxury. It's a flat-out luxury. So we should be pretty good at the middle linebacker position, even though Nakobe's a little undersized. I'd like to see him put on 7 or 10 pounds of muscle. We'll see if he does that. He might lose his speed. You definitely don't want your middle linebacker losing his lateral speed. So that's a question mark. And he's good. He's excellent. He's, he was the best to come out of college from that position. Uh, don't give me a ute. I don't want to hear it. All right? But who else do you have right now? Patrick Johnson and Sean Bradley. Those are your two other linebackers. Are we? Have we regressed? We finally saw Howie pay attention to the linebacker position last year, and you saw what the defense did. And it wasn't a uh, a, a prove it deal. That's what you and I talked about, Slash. And I want you to jump on this. Kaiser White, he's in on a five million dollar prove it deal. Guess what? Or a five and a half million dollar prove it deal. Guess what? He got eleven million. It would cost you an extra half million a year to re-sign a guy that had 110 tackles behind a middle linebacker who had 157. Yep. How is that not proving yourself? And how does he want to leave so quick? He's from here. He spent the first half of the season commuting to the Novacare complex from Allentown, his hometown. Yeah, I just the Cardinals gave him an extra million dollars over two years, and he left. That's that's not a hometown discount, man. <laughs> like, come on. And when they and got him again, too, I you was signed like, that stiff Fletcher Cox. Yeah, and when they got Kazir White too, I I looked at it. I'm like, 
my God, this guy's 25. He's coming off of 144 tackles. Like, we finally have a linebacker that can, you know, anchor yep. the, the rest of this defense. We're looking in the right direction, that linebacker. And then you get Nakobe Dean. Uh, we know what TJ Edwards came. And then, boom, Kazir, gone. TJ, gone. You still have Nakobe Dean only because it's his second year, but you know he he can only be as good in his first full year as a starter as the two guys next to him. So uh, from a linebacker standpoint, Nakobe Dean's going to have his work cut out for him just because of who's next to him and Patrick Johnson and Sean Bradley. Now I, I, I know it's going to have hundred. Yeah, I know it's still March, and you know there's still time to fill the gaps. But you're not going to get anybody as good as Kazir White or T.J. Edwards. Absolutely not. And and uh, what were, what was it that you said yesterday? You saw when you were uh, 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 searching the internet, best contract in football, T.J. Edwards. Yeah, it was like one of the first headlines I saw when I googled T.J. Edwards' name. Chicago just, just somebody. Speaking of teams that do value the linebacker position, they got T.J. Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Really, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Terrell Edmonds' wow. brother. Yeah. Better, well, better player, brother. Better, better player. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Who was who was the who was the Clay brother that we had for a little while? Oh God, Clay Remember from Green Bay. Uh, the oh, linebacker. Oh, from, oh, oh, Casey Matthews. Clay Matthews. Matthews I'm and sorry, Casey Matthews. Clay, Clay. I said, yeah. Oh. The, the, the Casey and Clay brothers. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks yeah, for think, the short end Casey, of that. I think thanks Casey. for the short end of that family. Stick. I think Casey started a season at middle linebacker for us. Uh. I, I, yeah, that's how. That's how much they put into the linebacker position. Slash. I got to put you on the spot here. Uh oh. Can you stay for ten or fifteen more minutes? Yes, I can. Past two o'clock. Yeah, that's let's fun. take a break. I got to get to a live read, and I have to take a piss like a race. Right, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm literally about to do it at the bar here at Strikers at Barcelo Bavaro Palace here in Punta Cana. Everybody, don't hang out alone in the man cave for any sports this season. Hang out at Cheerleaders with sexy entertainers, four dollar domestic beers, Jameson specials, and awesome game day prizes during all Sunday and Monday football games this upcoming season. Stop in before, during, or after the game, not only to see your favorite entertainers, but also to win an awesome game day prize. The most epic game day experience is a Cheerleaders Gentleman Club, where champions play. Cheerleaders is open daily from noon until 2 a.m. And you can also go there on a random Tuesday afternoon like I do when I'm home. So, uh, everybody, I'm with Slash. This is Quimby. It's Green Legion Radio. Thanks for joining us here on a Saturday afternoon on Fox Sports Radio Philadelphia. We will be back. Slash, what do you think? One commercial, two commercial. I need about sixty seconds. Um, just yeah, I I can run, I can I can make it happen. All right, we'll be back in in in, in, in a real short piss break. Yeah, ninety <laughs> seconds. Right ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. Yes. We'll be back in ninety seconds, right. everybody. Now a year in rock spotlight, nineteen sixty seven. In January of 1967, Los Angeles band The Doors released their debut album, which eventually goes to number two, and features the single Light My Fire, which goes to number one in July. The Rolling Stones released Ruby Tuesday, an ode to a groupie written by Keith Richards. The song takes them to number one in the U.S. in March. And San Francisco band The Jefferson Airplane released the Surrealistic Pillow album, scoring two top ten hits with White Rabbit and Somebody to Love. Don't you want somebody to love? Don't you 
In March of 67, Buffalo Springfield re-releases their debut album to include the hit single For What It's Worth. In April of 67, Give Me Some Lovin' by the Spencer Davis Group goes to number 7 in the U.S. with vocals by 17-year-old Steve Winwood. And in May, Elvis Presley marries his 21-year-old girlfriend Priscilla in Las Vegas. In May, Mitch Ryder hits number four with Devil with a Blue Dress, Good Golly, Miss Molly. And the Jimi Hendrix Experience released their debut in the UK. In July, they toured the U.S. as the opening act for the Monkees in support of the U.S. album release. Keep listening to iHeartRadio for more from 1967. Coming up. iHeartRadio. Soundtrack. Flashback. Admit it, you tried to reenact the water and chair scene. You know you did. 1983's Flashdance was a movie, but we remember the music more. Anyone else have Maniac by Michael Sembello on their jogging playlist? Guilty. For more great movie soundtrack hits, check out Popcorn Radio on the iHeartRadio app. The Line Change with John Jansen. It is the great Dick Girardi. What do you think about Purdue's bracket? Because it seems like they are in one of the harder regions of the bracket. Yeah, I'd be real concerned. Uh, they haven't really played up to the earlier standard for a good month. Now, they're on a little bit of a winning streak, but they're not winning by a lot. Um, and I, I, Memphis, I think, absolutely has the players the right players. I have not seen FAU, so I'd be making it up if I told you what I thought about them. Other than the fact that their record is what it is, and they got some great wins, and they're pounding people in their own league. So, yeah, I've always thought Purdue's biggest Achilles heel was even in a league, an unathletic league like the Big Ten, and it's very unathletic this year. They are extremely not athletic from all the way from Edie all the way through. There isn't what I would call a plus athlete on that entire team. Covering all the action, weeknights, it's the Line Change with John Jansen, only on The Gambler. All right, everybody, back here on Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports Radio, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Joining us on a Saturday afternoon. Appreciate you being here with us. This is Quimby. I am with Slash back in studio. We are in Punta Cana at Barcelo Bavaro Palace. We're at Striker Sports Bar. The best bartenders in the entire place are right here. So are the most amount of scattered. <sighs> you don't have the dump button ready, do you? What? No, I don't. <laughs> what? No. What? Yeah. It's it's spring break down here, everybody, and uh, yeah, I'm 52 years old, and I'm not even allowed to look at it anymore. It's kind of disturbing, but uh, it is quite the haven for, uh, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful people down here right now. A lot of Latinas, including uh, Stephanie. Hola, Stephanie. <laughs> Slash, coming back in here uh, real quick. Hold on. Had a cough there real quick. Sounds um, good. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So, look, defensive side of the ball, I, I, I got to be honest with you. You and I talked about this. I'm really comfortable with Reed Blankenship. I really like this guy. I not only like him from a standpoint of probably the best hit 
in the NFC Championship game against the one guy who you thought was going to beat the snot out of you in, uh, oh, God, there it is, drunk. What's the running uh, running back slash receiver uh, for San Francisco? Debo. Debo Samuel. All right, Reed Blankenship laid him out in an open field tackle five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Reed Blankenship does not give a damn. He is a missile. He's a good kid. He's humble. And he's pissed. If you remember back, you know, when he was on our show uh, at, uh, at Live Casino uh, during uh, this season, you know, this guy, this guy had to play five years and go through two years of COVID to actually get to be an undrafted safety. And here's the worst part. We've got him for four years, and we're probably not going to pay him after that. He's going to be the best strong safety in the league. I'm telling you that right now. This guy is awesome. I love him. And you have James Bradbury back. You have Darius Slay. Okay, this is good. You know, this CJGJ thing, Slash, give me your take on this, man. Like, he didn't get any more money than we offered him, and we offered him for more years. Yeah. Uh, What what, what happened? I mean, is this... Is this a situation? I don't know enough about this. Is it, hey, CJ, here's our offer. Take it or leave it. That can't be how this team works. Because if he went out in the open market like he did and took a one-year deal with who? Detroit. You know why Detroit's never going to win a Super Bowl? Because it's Detroit. Why would you even go there for the same amount of money? Or does he really think that his play in one of the crappiest NFL cities on the planet is going to be another prove-it deal for him? Well, it's interesting because what was the Eagles offer him? Three years, $24 million? So it was the same amount yeah, per year. Yeah, a year. He only got $8 million for one year in Detroit. Yeah. Who goes to Detroit? Exactly, but hey, I, I, South Park. I, yeah, <laughs> I thought I killed you. Where was I going to go? Detroit. <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions about his his uh, his character. I mean, the Saints got rid of him for barely anything. I don't Eagles, give a damn about his character. He's good on the field. I'm tired of the character thing. Give me some ass, some complete and utter douchebag that well, can perform on the field. Well, that's him. Now he's, like, taking shots at the Eagles. Uh, he's, like, just real. I don't know. He won't let it go. And Would I like to have him? Yeah, but it, it, it speaks volume for the Saints not fighting to keep him and the Eagles obviously not fighting to keep him uh, and just letting him walk for $8 million. It, it makes no sense. Hold on a second real quick. We're going to have some fun for, uh, for a second. Young man, step up right to the microphone. What's your name? Chase. Chase, where are you from? Wait, Chase? Chase. Chase Utley, baby. Chase Utley. Yeah, we got a Philadelphia guy right here already. Where are you from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you guys all Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> ah, this is perfect. Everybody, yours, uh, whose son? <laughs> this is live on Philadelphia Fox Sports Radio 102.5 FM in Philadelphia right now. Here, Chase, what's up, man? Hi. How do you feel about the Phillies this season? Good. I, would, I need a little more than good. Come on, give me something. 
They're the best. Yeah, there, it there it is. There it is. Great color. Excellent. <laughs> He's a football guy. All we're doing right now is talking about football. How do you feel about the departure of our safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson? I think we should have kept him. Thank you. This young man is not a man of a lot of words, but he makes every bit of sense, people. Yeah. Every bit of sense. He makes the Hold most on of a every second. word. By the way, Chase Utley, my favorite Philly of all time. Your parents named you after him. Yes. Hold on a second. Your parents are cool. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So we're talking football. Uh, Chase, how do you feel about Dylan? I think he is doing really he did good last season. And I think he's going to do good this season. Think he's going to do better or worse? I think he's going to do better. Yeah. I think we always hope for a little better, don't we? Yeah. There we go. All right, brother. Appreciate you coming on. Chase, what's your last name? Early. Chase Early, everybody. Chase Early from? Pennsylvania. What city? Philadelphia. You're from Philadelphia? Yep. My man. There we go. Didn't even know it. Chase Philadelphia Early people find each other even in Putacana, Mexico. Uh, Putacana, Dominican Republic. I almost said Mexico. <coughs> That's fantastic. You guys are all from Philadelphia? E! You can't get away from us, ass hat. You guys are from Philly, too? No. Uh, it's okay. Nobody's perfect. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So, Slash, we got, uh, what? Two minutes. One minute left? Yeah. Two minutes? I'll, I'll right. give you an extra um, minute. How about that? I appreciate that. Let's uh, Anything for you. <laughs> All right. Let me ask this question. How do you feel about the Haslam's? The Haslam's? The owners of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, God. Right, the, uh, I was almost going to say the worst owners, but uh, I think uh, there's an owner in D.C. that's worse, but still terrible owners. Well, they established the bar for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> $230 million guaranteed. Exhibit A, yep. Exhibit A, yeah. Hopping off the Eagles for a second. I'm pissed off. I don't know what they're going to do. The, here's the Howie formula right before we get back to this. The Howie formula is I'm going to pilfer the middle of the barrel. I'm going to find that which nobody else wants to sign to a long-term deal, and I'm going to overpay them for one year. And that's his deal. But he's not going to stray from the formula of this is how much money I'm prepared to pay for this particular position. And that's it. So, look, defensive line. And here's the one part that we haven't discussed right before I get into free agency. Slash, hey, at this point, all of us, all of us were elated about the Jordan Davis draft. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The, then guess what? None of it matters if this son of a bitch steps up. Because I have heard out of camp that he's a real pain in the ass. Have you heard any of this? No. Pain, like good pain in the ass or like... No. Like continually being fined? 
Oh, Left and right. Late for everything. You heard it here first, everybody. It's the big secret out of the Novacare complex. Nobody wants to talk about it. Jordan Davis hasn't gotten a lot of playing time because Jordan Davis hasn't earned it. He has not earned it in the eyes of the coaching staff or the team. Yeah, I haven't heard anything like that. And that is why you did not see a lot of playing time from him. So what we have to hope for right now is that he steps up. He becomes the player that we thought he was going to be in year one. Did you or I not think that he was immediately going to step in and be an impact player? For the rush defense, yeah. I, I knew the pass defense the rush, was going to be, yeah, was going to take some time. But um, he's not known for 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 rushing the uh, or for sacking a quarterback. But he was going to get his every now and then. He's just known to be a bitch in the middle. Agreed. Agreed. And he wasn't a bitch in the middle this year, which no. is why he didn't get enough play. Yeah, he didn't so, get the opportunity because he didn't earn the opportunity. He, he didn't get enough opportunities because he didn't earn it. It wasn't because he was injured. This is a lie, everybody. It wasn't because he was injured. They knocked him down to that list for a hot second, a couple weeks, because they were tired of his attitude. There you go. You want to know? Anyway, one more thing. Back to the Haslam's. Back to the quarterback situation. How does Derek Carr get a hundred and fifty million dollar deal? Desperation. I mean, the Saints—they're usually not that good. But when they got Sean Payton, Reggie Bush, and uh, uh, and Drew Brees, they became excellent. Now they're back to the eights. I don't know. Some of these contracts for quarterbacks out of control. How do you feel about Rodgers being such a competitor that he's okay with going to the Jets? Yeah. Hey, I think I, the Jets don't have a bad team over there. It's just the fact that it's the, the Jets, Jets suck. Yeah, they got a good defense. J E T S suck, suck, suck. They got a good defense and they got some good weapons on offense. They just need that quarterback. If he goes to the Jets, look yeah. out, baby. Really? I'm, I'm placing my really? futures bet. Yep. Really? Yep. So you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the future of the New York Jets? Uh, if by future you mean the next two years before he retires, then yeah. Before he settles down with a bunch of not hot chicks that he shouldn't? <laughs> Whoever the next, uh, you know, the next, per next woman in line is. The next thing in line. Yeah, I got you. Um, Slash, I appreciate you hanging with me 10 more minutes. I know you got uh, stuff to do. Did you hear me catch myself yeah, on that yeah, one? Yeah, that's good for you. Uh, I didn't know. I You're, learning. Know I You're learning, big guy. <laughs> yeah, it's only three years. Yeah. Uh, EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. Website, EJMobileCigarLounge.com. They'll come to you for any occasion and event. The premier luxury mobile cigar and hookah lounge in Philadelphia. Call or text EJ at 215-806-3999. That's 215-806-3999 for EJ and to book any event. EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge will be at every tailgate we have at Xfinity Live moving forward. They're excellent. They will be there on April 6th for the Phillies home opener. 
You guys, this is Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports The Gambler. 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. I appreciate Slash always being there for me. Brother, you're the man. Thank you, sir. And uh, now that we have our crap together, I will be here again next Saturday. And I will not forget that it's no longer time change. <laughs> I'm terrible. Totally irresponsible down here. Everybody, we're broadcasting from Barcelo Bavaro Palace in Punta Cana. Yes, broadcasting from Punta Cana. We finally figured out how to do it. Slash, thank you once again. I love you. Appreciate you. My name's Quimby on behalf of Green Legion Radio. Urban Fryer, Chris Sack, Michael Diaz, Super Sam, Slash, Lauren, everybody. Greg Murphy, Chris Sack, first baseball brunch show on April 6th. Everybody, we'll see you next week.